Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It starts with Z and ends with C. That's stress. Procter & Gamble's Sudsing Miracle, 2,000 years newer than soap. Stress brings you The Life of Riley. R-E-F-T, Dress, America's largest selling brand for washing silks, nylons, woolens, dishes, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Tomorrow is Father's Day, and millions of happy fathers will be basking in the adoration of their offspring. But not Chester A. Riley, who right now is sitting at home dejectedly, a look of anguish on his face. There's a sob in his voice as we hear him say, Tomorrow is Father's Day, and my own son won't even talk to me. He hates me. He wouldn't treat his mother like this. Oh, why wasn't I born a mother? household is fraught with tragedy. How did this breach between father and son come to pass? Well, let's go back to the other day when Riley Sr., immersed in the newspaper, suddenly looked up and exclaimed, I don't know what's the matter with that junior. Why? What did he do now? What he didn't do. He never does anything. It says here in the paper thousands of boys are entering that soapbox derby all over the country. Oh, Egbert Gillis is entering. Yes, I saw the little car Egbert building. Sure, every kid in the country is going in for it, except your son, Junior. Oh, well, now he's my son. Oh, what if he isn't in the Derby, Daddy? It's important. A contest like this builds character, and character is what counts. Why, when I was a boy, every time I walked into a room, people would say, Look, here comes that character. (laughs) (laughs) They still do, dear. Can you blame them? Listen to what it says here in the paper. This nationwide derby develops in youngsters the qualities of self-reliance and initiation it is. Remember, Peg, today's boys are tomorrow's men. They are, dear. Yes, you can't fight nature. <laughs> this is the kind of thing Junior ought to go in for instead of wasting his time and energy and doing the... Uh, well, what's he been doing lately? Oh, he spends most of his time getting goony with that little Marilyn Morris. Oh. Junior's madly, supremely in love with Marilyn. You see, Peg, that's the kind of a boy your son is. Instead of something important, he'd rather spend all his time with a girl. That's his idea of fun. What if it is? Well, it ain't my idea of fun. It was once. You used to hang around me when I was a young girl. Well, I know better now. (laughs) We're talking about Junior. Peg, you spoiled that boy. You let him have his own way too much. It's time he learned who his father is. <laughs> you or me? Oh, Riley, I won't have you forcing the boy into that contest. 
Now, every Please, time you Peg, start... I know how to handle boys. He's going to build a racer. And I won't take no for an... Uh, Junior, is that you? Hiya, Pop. Hi, everybody. Hello, Hi, dear. Junior. I want to have a little talk with you. Well, I can I wait until later, Pop? i got to start building my racer for the soapbox derby. Yeah. You see, Peg, your son would rather waste his time building a racer for the so... Uh, for the... Did you say racer? Well, yeah. I entered the derby today. Oh, that's my son, all right. <laughs> Well, run along, Junior, and get to work. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Well, what's the matter, Peg? Why are you in bed looking at me like that? Is it my fault you had the kid all wrong? Well, Junior, how's the racer coming? Ah, oh, it's a tough job, Pop. I haven't got the right tool. That's what I figured. So, I brought you something to make it easier. You bought me a set of tools? No, no, a set of blueprints. Blueprints? That's right. I drew them up myself. Here, look. Now, you follow these blueprints, and you have a... I build it without help. Sure. All I'm doing is giving you the benefit of my brain. I'm not helping you. (laughs) (laughs) This actual here is... Well, now, take this blueprint I drew here. Oh, but, Pop, what do you know about cars? What do I know about cars? Remember that old Essex Jim Gillis had? I took that motor apart, part by part, hundreds of them, cleaned them, put them together again. And I had enough parts left over to make a motorcycle for myself. (laughs) Yeah, but... Gee, Pop, the Essex didn't run after that. Oh, but my motorcycle did. <laughs> now, you take this blueprint, Junior. Oh, thanks, Junior. Pop, but it'll be better if I build it myself. Junior, that's where you're wrong. Why, the best cars in America were always built by two guys working together. What two guys? Oh, Kaiser and Fraser. <laughs> Graham and Page. Ford and Lincoln. <laughs> now, don't be stubborn, Riley, Junior. Riley, will you fix the clothes? Oh, Dumplin'. I want your opinion. Look, I drew up a set of blueprints for Junior's racer. But he's stubborn. He wants to build it all by himself. What do you think of that? Good for you, Junior. Peg, when I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. (laughs) Junior, are you going to do like I say? No, Pop. I'll build it alone. You absolutely refuse to use these blueprints. You won't even look at them? No, Pop. Well, just for that, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I withdraw my offer. My, what a crowd Oh, I'm so proud of Junior in his little car Oh, it's really pretty yeah, He'd have done a lot better if he'd followed my blueprints Oh, how much better can he do, Daddy? He won all the heat he was in He'll be in the final He just won because he happens to have the Riley luck that's all it was, just plain dumb luck. You might give the boy some credit. Attention, please. The final heat for the city championship will now be run. The winner will compete for the national championship. Please clear the course. Oh, I do hope Junior wins. Oh, he ain't got a chance. Not with that car. Now, if he'd used my blueprints like I told him... Cyril! Come on, Junior! Figured wind resistance and everything. Come on, Junior. But he knew it all. He wouldn't listen. Oh, look, Mother. Junior's getting out of here. Come on, Junior. Oh, 
okay if he wants to be stubborn. Now let him pay the consequences. Oh, Junior's out in front. Look at him go. Come on, Junior. Keep that lead. This will teach him a lesson. Come on, Junior. Come on. Oh, he's over the line. He won. He won. Hooray for my boy. Hooray for him. Oh, Isn't it wonderful? I'm so proud. What did we ever do to deserve such a son? We got married. <laughs> oh, where's, where's Junior? Can you see him? Oh, no, he disappeared and... Oh, yes, there he is. He's shaking hands with the judge. You know, J.D. Gilbert. Oh, he's a big automobile manufacturer. Just think, our own boy shaking hands with a big industrial maggot. Magnet. Well, come on. Let's go over to Junior. No, no, no. Peg, not right away. This is Junior's day. Let's not be the type of parents that muscle in on their kids' glory. Let's stay in the background. Oh, look, Daddy. They're going to take pictures. Come on, let's get over there. Riley, wait for us. Riley! Junior! Junior, excuse me, Mr. Junior, excuse me. Oh, oh, Junior, oh, my boy, Junior. Hiya, Bob. Well, I won. Congratulations, son. We sure put it over, didn't we? Yeah. Well, thanks, Bob. Oh, and this is Mr. Gilbert. How do you do, sir? Ah, this is a real privilege, Mr. Gilbert, meeting you. I never thought I'd have the honor of shaking hands with a big maggot. (laughs) Magnet, Pop. Maggot, magnet, what's the difference? Everybody knows what Mr. Gilbert is. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, look, there's Mom and Babs over there. Excuse me. Hey, Mom. All right, dear. Fine boy you've got there, Mr. Riley. Intelligent, good character. Oh, he's nothing. You're too modest. That was a dandy little car he won with. Fine design. If he were a little older, I'd put him to work in my designing department. A little older, huh? Uh, about 40, uh, which I am. Uh, your boy's got a real talent for mechanics. Well, as a matter of fact, it runs in the family. Oh, yes? Uh, Mrs. Riley is a mechanic? No, I, I mean I am. As a matter of fact, I kind of made Junior build that car. Well, good. I like to see fathers take an interest in their boys' activities. Oh, I took more than an interest. I planned the whole thing for him. You planned it? Well, sure. As a matter of fact, I drew up a set of blueprints. All he had to do was follow them. You're joking, Mr. Riley. Oh, no. As a matter of fact, I, I got them right here. Yeah. See? Yeah, the plan's all there, right down to the last nut. Well, this is most interesting. I thought you'd be interested. Uh, by the way, Mr. Gilbert, before I got in the airplane game, I used to dabble with automobiles, and I was wondering that... Excuse me, I have an announcement to make. Uh, Yes. Attention, please. We have just learned that Chester Riley Jr., driver of the Comet, did not build his car by himself. This is a clear violation of the rules, and he is therefore disqualified. The winner is Jimmy Wagner. Uh, Mr. Gilbert, uh, as I was saying just before you disqualified Jr., I disqualified you. Oh, no, no, Mr. Gilbert. I'm sorry. Those are the rules. But, but, I, but I didn't know, Mr. Gilbert. Listen, it ain't true what I said. I was lying. I told you a lie. I'm a liar. You've got to believe me. I wouldn't lie to you. 
I'm sorry, sir, and I'll just hold on to these blueprints for the time being. But, Mr. Gilbert, wait. Please, you've got to... Riley, Riley, did you hear that announcement? Ah, they disqualified me. Somebody told the judges I didn't build the comma myself. It's a big lie. When I find out who did it, I'll knock his teeth out. I'd like to lay my hands on him myself. Oh, oh, the snake, if I had him here, I'd scratch his eyes out. Please. Live and let live. I'm going to the judges and find out who did this. No, no, don't go. But what do you mean, don't go? Don't you want to know? I know who did it. You do, Daddy? Who did it? Tell me who did it, Pop. I'll punch you in the nose. Here's my nose, Junior. Help yourself. Well, you see, I, I didn't know. I, I just showed him my blueprint, so he oh, thought... Oh, why that... did you do it? Why are you always interfering? Why are you always spoiling things? But, son, oh, I... leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Come back, J- Junior. Hit me so I'll feel better, Junior. Chester Riley, how could you? Honest, you haven't got the brains of a maggot. You mean magnet. <laughs> I'm talking about your brains, and I mean maggots. But Dumplin, oh, I... don't you speak to me. Junior! Junior, darling, wait... Oh, Peg, wait! Junior! Wait! It ain't fair that they should treat me like this. After all, what did I do? So what if I told a little fib? So what if I did make him look like a cheater? So what if I wrecked his life? So what if I... Oh, oh, I'm a skunk. <laughs> the second act of the life of Riley in a moment. Now, this is Ken Carpenter. Talk about vacations. Mrs. Riley's found the next best thing to a vacation from dishwashing. Sure, she's joined the march to draft. 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 Draft your dishes and oh, how they shine. Shine without wiping in half of the time and look right. Right. Now, don't you get left. Get dressed. Yes, ladies, for faster, easier dishwashing, don't get left, get dress. The first suds to wash dishes cleaner than soap. Dress gets dishes so clean they shine even without wiping. You know, all soaps leave a cloudy deposit on dishes unless polished, but not dress. This wonderful new kind of sud rinses clear. Leaves dishes and glasses so clean they spark. If you've never seen a soap get rid of dishpan grease the way dress can. Yet there's no dishpan ring, no unpleasant greasy film on pants. What's more, dress contains no alkali that can redden hands. So first thing Monday, get dressed. The Miracle Suds backed by Procter & Gamble. Don't get left, get dressed. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Shortly after Junior won the local soapbox derby, his over-enthusiastic father boasted, untruthfully of course, that he had designed the car that Junior drove in the race. Result, Junior was disqualified. Dad, did your brother come home yet? No, not yet. Neither did Mother. I wouldn't blame Junior if he never came home. He must hate me. Oh, don't say that. Why not? He's got a right to hate me. He's such a dope. Oh, I'm sure he doesn't. 
Remember, he's your son. If he doesn't hate me, then it's because he's a dope like his father. Everybody makes mistakes, Daddy. Not like I make them. I'm an expert. <laughs> Why am I always shooting my mouth off? Why don't I want to shoot my head off? Daddy, stop brooding about it. There's an old saying, button your lips. That should be my motto. Only with my big mouth, I need a zipper. It'll be all right, Daddy. Junior will never forgive me for this. Neither will your mother. Yes, they will. No, they won't. Why should they? I'm no good. I'm a flop as a father. I think you're a wonderful father. You're no judge, Beth. After all, you've only had one father. No, I might as well face it. Junior's through with me. Oh, he'll forget all about it in a few days. He'll never forget. Every time he sees my face, he'll think of this horrible mess. You want an aspirin, Daddy? No, thanks. I ain't hungry. <laughs> he'll hold this against me the rest of his life. And he'll always be ashamed of me. Even when he's a big success. A big manufacturer, maybe. An auto manufacturer. Yeah, that's what he'll probably be. He'll manufacture millions of cars. The Comet. The Riley Comet. Now he needs me, but when he's a millionaire, he won't want me around. I'm ignorant. I'm not cool. <laughs> He'll move away to a mansion in Bel Air. His mother will go with him. She always did take his side. Oh, oh, stop it, Daddy. You're just overrun. Oh, I'm not. I can see the future just as clear as if it happened yesterday. Twenty years from now, you'll be married. Your mother and her millionaire son will be living in their mansion. And I'll be all alone. An old bum. Oh, oh stop imagining things. I'll go make you some coffee. That's all I'll be. An old bum. I could just see myself walking along the street in my raggedy clothes, looking for cigar butts. It's raining and thundering, and I'm cold and wet. I got holes in my shoes, and they're full of water. Just a minute, mister. What are you doing on this property? Nothing, officer, nothing. I'm just visiting some people I know. Anyway, it's my own business. It's my business, too. I'm a special watchman. You better get back to Skid Row where you belong. Oh, uh, Honest, officer, I was just going to ring the bell. You see, my son lives there, in that ten-story bungalow. Why, that's the mansion of Chester Riley, Jr., the big automobile magnate. Yeah, yeah he, he's my son. How could a tramp like you be the father of a son like that? That's what my wife always used to say. <laughs> Come on now, brother, get moving. No, no, please, officer. Let me go in there just for a minute. I haven't seen my wife or my son for 20 years. I'm starving for a look at their sweet faces. Well, all right, go ahead. But don't start no trouble. Oh, bless you, officer. <laughs> bless you, mister. Go on. There's the door. Right. Yes? Speak up, beggar. The... Pardon me, sir, but for 20 years I've been Go starving. Go down to for... the back door. The scullery maid may have a few scraps for you unless she's already fed the dog. 
Oh, no, no, wait, wait, please. Don't shut the door. Who is it, Jean? It's me, your husband, madam. My what? How dare you say such a thing? Through him out, Jean. I never saw this creature before in my life. I... How can you say that? I ain't a creature. I'm Riley. Don't you remember? I'm your husband. You're my wife. I can prove it. I got a mole on my shoulder and you got a mole on your... How dare you! <laughs> you may go, Dave. I will handle this... this baboon. Oh, then you do remember me. That was your pet name for me. When I ran away from you 20 years ago, I wrote you that I never wanted to see you again. Why did you come here tonight? I just wanted to say goodbye. Very well. Goodbye. Well, oh, here you are, Mater. I say, you look ill, Mater. No, it's nothing, dearest. Well, what is it, Mater? Oh, it's okay, Junior. There's nothing the Mater. It's me, Pater. <laughs> you. How dare you come here? Get out. Oh, don't be like that, son. Forgive and forget. I know you got ten million dollars, but I ain't proud. I'll take you back. Go at once. I vowed I would never forgive you for getting me disqualified in the soapbox, dear me. Now, get out. Jeeves? Yes, Master? Open the door, Jeeves. But you can't put me out on a night like this. It's raining. I'll get wet. I'll catch cold. I'll get pneumonia. Give him some penicillin and throw him out. Okay. I'll go, I'll go, but I'll get even. I'm cutting you out of my will. Goodbye. They'll never see me again. Daddy! Daddy, I brought you some coffee. That's what they'll do when they don't need me anymore. They'll kick me in the gutter. Okay, if that's their attitude, I'll tell you. Riley! Oh, Riley! I spoke to the judge. A and... fine son you turned out to be. Me? What did I do? And you're just as bad as he is, Peg. You think when you're a millionaire 20 years from now, you'll kick me out? Well, you'll never get away with it. I'm leaving now. Hey, wait, Pop. And you can keep your penicillin. Start with a little fib and I get in deeper and deeper and deeper. How much deeper can I go? Would you like my opinion? <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Big B. Odell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> oh, it's you, Tigger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Oh, Digger, I'm in a jam on account of my boy. Boys can be problems. It's time for my oldest boy, Clay, to go to college. He wants to go to UCLA, but I want him to go to MIT. MIT? Oh, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. No, the Mortician's Institute of Tombstone. <laughs> it's a finishing school. After you graduate, they guarantee to find you an opening. 
Well, my trouble with Junior is different. You see, he was in the soapbox derby. Oh, so was my youngest son, Reese Cliff. He built the cutest little car out of practically nothing. He just used an empty box that was lying around my shop. No kidding. How did he finish in the race? Dead last. Well, my junior was disqualified. You see, I drew up some blueprints, and I told the judge Junior used them to build his car. Oh, but that's cheating. Yeah, but Junior Cheating didn't... isn't cricket. I once wrote a strong poem on that very subject. I quote, Some cheat the baker or the candlestick maker. Some cheat their dearest friend. But I've yet to meet the man who can cheat Digger Odell in the end. <laughs> But, Digger, please, listen, Junior didn't cheat. He built the car himself. I I was just posting to the judge. Oh, I see. Then you must act right. Go to the judge. Have him compare the blueprints and Junior's car. There'll be no similarity. Hey, hey, that's right. Well, why didn't I think of that before? Hey, case right. As we say in our profession, never let the grass grow over your feet. Well, here you go. I'd better be shoveling off. Hey, Junior! Riley, where have you been? Come on, Junior, get your car. we got to go over and see that judge, Mr. Gilbert. Riley, wait. Mr. Gilbert's here to see you. I can't see him now. i got to talk. Hey, Mr. Gilbert, you here, Mr. Gilbert? That's right, Mr. Riley. Pop, I'm not disqualified. I'm still the winner. Yes, and your boy leaves for the East tomorrow for the finals. But, but, but I don't understand. What, what made you change your mind? I looked at the blueprints you drew. Oh, my blueprints, huh? Slick, ain't they? If Junior had really followed them, he'd have wound up with a car that had seven two-inch wheels and a body 36 feet long. <laughs> Seven wheels. That car would have weighed half a ton, and the only thing that could possibly have moved it was a jet propulsion motor. That was on my blueprint? Yes, that was the product of your brain. What a revolting development this is. Riley's will be back in a moment. Summer is the time for romance. So you'll want to make extra sure your nice washables look fresh and gay and eye-catching. And, of course, the world's finest care for pretty silks, nylons, and woolens is dress. Yes, dress keeps nylons lovely and sheer as new. Washes new woolens softer and fluffier than even expensive soap flakes. Helps pretty lingerie colors stay bright and sparkling washing after washing. You see, dress leaves no dulling film and fabrics the way soaps do. Dress amazing suds, rinse clear. So no wonder Dress is now America's largest selling brand for fine washables and dishes. This summer, help keep your nice things fresh and lovely with Dress. Don't get less, get Dress. The bus for San Bernardino and Point East is now ready. Well, Junior, dear, you better get on the bus. Yeah. Well, goodbye. Oh, wait, Junior. Before you go, I want to give you some advice. Now, if you want to win that race, here's what you Riley? ought to do. You uh, do whatever you want, Junior. Don't listen to me. That's an order. Yes. Yeah. Well, 
Well, goodbye, Pop. Junior, uh, are you sure you forgive me? Oh, sure, Pop. Oh, see, I almost forgot. Here's something for you, Pop. Father's Day. Oh, Junior, you shouldn't have. Oh, Junior. Pop, oh, stop kissing me. Goodbye, Junior. Well, Pop, Pop. Goodbye, Junior. Goodbye. Goodbye, dear. Goodbye. Oh, what a wonderful son. He remembered me on Father's Day. I wonder what he got me. Why, it's a book, Riley. Yeah, a book. Child psychology. <laughs> now, why would he give me this book? I ain't a child. The Sudsing Miracle for Soaks, Nylons, Woolens, Dishes invites you to be their guest next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker and is directed by Don Bernard. Music by Luke Coslaw. script by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Mrs. Riley's Paula Winslow, Digger Odell is John Brown, Junior is Tommy Cook, Babs is Barbara Eiler, and Mr. Gilbert is Alan Reed. Read the feature story of Babs Riley in the current issue of Radio Mirror magazine. This is Ken Carpenter inviting you to listen again next week to The Life of Riley and reminding you for faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any previous suds in history, use DREF. Don't get left, get DREF. Darling, you're radiant tonight. There's radiance in my hair. Why is the radiance there? Prell, P-R-E-L-L. Procter & Gamble's new Emerald Clear Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Brand new Amazing Prell reveals a glamorous, radiant beauty no soap or soap shampoo can match. And Prell leaves hair so easy to manage, so soft and smooth, glowing with a natural radiance. Sensationally different, Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes, the fact proved by a group of doctors. Even stubborn dandruff was controlled by only two Prell shampoos a week. And the whole family tears that handy Prell cube. Easy to use, no spill, no waste, and a little makes mountains of lather. Fire the new radiant cream shampoo, Prell. P-R-E-L-L, Prell shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is inside. Comes in a tube, handy too. P-R-E-L-L, Prell shampoo. Yes, try Prell. Listen again next week when Dress, the subject miracle for silks, nylons, woolens, dishes, brings you the life of Riley. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs>